Connect Her podcast with Lee Cummins is a podcast that shares inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins and I'm the founder of Connect Her. I'll be sharing interviews with thought leaders, go-getters, as well as real business owners. And I'll also be sharing tips, thoughts, tools, and also strategies for the motivated lady boss. So join me for each episode. Don't forget, if you'd like to connect, you can visit our website, connecther.com.au. Welcome to the Connect Her podcast with Lee Cummins. Today's episode, I am really looking forward to being able to share with you this presentation. Now, this presentation I did at a conference quite a few years ago, and just recently I also did it in our Connect Her collective. Uh, we do a lunch and learn every Tuesday at 12.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time. And it was very, very well received. Of course, I have taken the presentation and I have brought it back into 2020 because I did present it about seven years ago, I think it was. So it has a few little tweaks, but I wanted to share the audio with you today so that you can take away some of the fabulous tips and gems that I shared recently on our Lunch and Learn So please enjoy. If you're driving, then definitely uh, make some notes when you get back. If you're sitting by your desk or you're going for a walk, then use your phone and take some notes because there's some real little gems in there that I'd love you to be able to take advantage of. So here we go. Building better business relationships. Hello, and this is Building Better Business Relationships. It is a presentation that is going to take you through some key areas that you may not have thought about in building better business relationships. So just a quick little snippet about me. I've been a business owner since the early 90s. I started off a spruiking business when I was about 19 and absolutely enjoyed it. It was just so much fun and it gave me some fantastic opportunities of learning about business which is so imperative to do it early I think. I moved to Melbourne in Australia in 1998 from the west coast and I was brought over here to help set up a business. Fast track and uh, during that time I also studied And I studied and received my Certificate of Life Coaching and I also did the business stream. I am also a Law of Attraction Practitioner, an EFT and TFT Tapping Practitioner, a Meditation Practitioner and Teacher. I've also founded my business which is called Clarity Coaching and I'm also the founder of Connect Her which is a women's networking organisation. For many years I was heavily involved with the Heartlink Network which is an international business and I brought that over to Australia. I've been a podcast presenter and producer for more years than I want to actually admit and I'm the former president of 88.3 Southern FM which is a community radio station here in Victoria. I've also been involved with things like send out cards and other 
different businesses. So I have a business background that is from the corporate sector, looking after bricks and mortar businesses. I've also been involved with multi-level marketing businesses, direct selling, and of course my own businesses, which are service providers. One thing that I've learned all through the whole process, no matter what type of business that you have, that it comes into three key areas for you to be able to gain more clients. One is about exposure, exposing your business to the community and exposing your business to the people that need to hear and know about your business. Once you expose your business to the community, it's about following up. Follow up is probably the biggest key to this whole dynamic and whole area within looking at building more clients. Once you expose your clientele or your potential clientele and then you follow up, you are actually creating credibility. When you create that credibility, do you know what happens with credibility? People start to present your business out to others. They become almost like your your own personal team that are out there and cheer squad for your business. When they're referring business to you, what happens? You get more clients. You get more clients because you're also credible. So we're going to cover exposure and follow-up today, which leads to credibility and in turn leads to more clients. Exposure is so imperative because you do not want your business to be your best kept secret. There's multiple ways that you can expose your business. And these days with the relevance of social media and the the prevalence of social media, we can market like the big boys. Where back years ago when I started my spruiking business, there wasn't any social media. Very few people had emails and very few people actually even had mobile phones back then. But these days we've got so many opportunities, which includes things like blogs, using social media, email marketing, speaking engagements, there's text messaging, radio, networking, video, and of course, direct marketing. Let's now cover these areas in more depth. So exposure. I really want to focus on radio because I feel that it's more affordable than you probably think. It's an opportunity that is actually somewhat untapped within our community. And that is community radio. Now, I know in Australia that we have over 5 million Australians tune into community radio every single week. There's around 285 radio stations who are actively broadcasting nationwide and they're also fully licensed and 91% of those stations have an online presence which also means that you're not only being heard on the airways, you're also being heard on and heard on social media and that online presence so it opens up exposure. Now, I know that we have a global listenership here on the Connect Her 
podcast, but I am sure in the country that you're in, there would be some sort of community radio programs that are open and available to you. So there's a few things that you can do to be able to become involved with the community radio station. And the first thing that you want to do is find your local community radio station. You want to have something that is close by to where you live or you work. One of the things that community radio stations here in Australia have to do is to make sure that they have localised businesses and localised information that's coming out through their radio programs. You can easily access their program guide, which is most definitely on their websites, uh, more than likely, and you can also go into the station. A lot of them also have printed guides as well. Depending on your business that you want to be able to promote, you want to look for lifestyle type programs, talk shows or health programs, something where your business is going to fit into that type of program. Your best opportunity is to contact the presenter to see if there's an opportunity to be interviewed. When you do contact the presenter, one of the main things that I recommend, given that I had a radio show for over 10 years and also podcasting, I've done over a thousand interviews. So one thing that you do want to be really, really clear is be clear in your communication on the topic that would be an interest to the listener base. So this is not about you going in wanting to promote your business. This is about you selling the opportunity to have a topic that is based around what their listenership would be looking for. You also want to make sure that when you do that communication that is short, sweet and to the point. You want to be succinct, probably about two medium, small to medium sized paragraphs and some links to your website if required. You don't want to do war and peace. You just want something that's nice and easy and quick to read. You also should be prepared to make a small to medium donation to the radio station to keep them on air. And if it goes well, you can always offer to become a regular guest on a quarterly basis. As I said, the fact that I uh, ran a radio show for uh, 10 years, my radio program was a lifestyle talk show and I was looking for around 50 interviews every single year, 50 interviews. So, you know, over 10 years, that's 500 interviews that you're looking for. As um, a community radio station presenter, you are normally a volunteer. You are not a paid uh, person, so you don't want to spend a lot of time, uh, you know, unless you're retired and that's what you enjoy doing. So you want to make it nice and easy and simple for the radio presenter or producer. So our next phase is looking at, and this is one I... I sort of love, I have to say, and that is video marketing. Now, video marketing can be done so many ways. I have to force myself to go in front of a video. That's why I actually enjoy doing podcasts because I can just be this voice and not this face. Somebody said to me, Lee, you've got the perfect face for radio, and uh, <laughs> I have to agree. 
So you can use video marketing via your blog. Also, you could uh, incorporate video into your newsletter or a video email. Now, if you use uh, Google or G Suite, there's a couple of add-ons in um, Google Chrome and also G Suite to be able to add video into your newsletters and your emails. You can video things to a new client like an introduction or tips on maintenance until your next visit, you know, if that if your business lends itself to that. You can even do things like a video check-in uh, when they might be doing a course and you can do a video check-in over a period of time. And there's a whole lot of ways that you can use video and I certainly go through that in some of my programs that I uh, run, but that gives you a, a, a brief snapshot of how you can do it. There's also obviously your social media sites, so you can expose you and your business as the expert because you now then become the go-to person in your field. Think of things like Facebook Live, Instagram and LinkedIn Live. There's also Periscope with uh, Twitter. So there's a lot of ways that you can either pre-record a video and pop it up onto the website, uh, the social media website. Or of course, the other option that you can do is to go live, which I actually recommend. It brings across a whole level of authenticity into your video. So with your video, it puts you in front of your potential client and your potential customers and into your community. It gives you a voice and a face to your words. They get to know you. And once people get to know you, like you and trust you, remember this is exposure. This is a way to follow up and it is also building your credibility. With a video, you can actually do around 150 to 175 words per minute. I always recommend that if you're doing videos like this, um, when it's not a information-based training, uh, but it is just a, a check-in or a way of communicating, that you keep your videos short and no longer than, say, three minutes. It's actually more engaging than, say, a 500-word email or a newsletter. Remember that if you're doing 175 words a minute in three minutes, you're getting that message out there really quickly and you're also demonstrating that you're adding valuable content. You can also use this as well to demonstrate. Um, somebody may have purchased something from you and you can do a quick demo email it to them and they can see exactly what you're talking about. It's also a fantastic way of touching base. And the best thing about this and what I absolutely love is that you can record one video for many. It saves time and effort and it is going to be able to be repurposed over and over again if you keep it generic. You don't have to have a lot of production sort of um things available to you use things like your smartphone your tablet it doesn't have to be a major production that's absolutely for sure your smartphone or tablet these days they come with really high-end cameras and high-end video so you can even record in HD on a lot of um, the phones now and also the tablets so why not use them you don't have to go into a huge amount of cost to run a video. 
So now we've got networking. Of course, this is one of my favorite things to talk about because I am so involved with networking. I suggest that you look at choosing an affordable and cost-effective networking event. You don't want to do something that is going to cost you an absolute fortune if you are a startup business and you are watching your pennies. I recommend looking for business exclusive events. Now this is primarily for those people that are in direct sales or MLM. The worst thing that you want to have happen is that you rock up to an event and you know there's two or three Arbon reps or there's two or three doTERRA reps and you're you know vying for people's attention so look for a business exclusive event where they will only have say one Arbon representative or one only doTERRA and and all the other MLMs that are out there as well so don't just look at your local area and community look at particularly if you have got a global business look at ways that you can get into events that are national or global and consider who is attending the events where your potential clients are and where your customers are so you want to get into where your potential clients and customers are but the other thing that you also want to do is look at who knows who that is such a valuable little gem there who knows who that is uh, key to getting out there in the community and expanding because you're not just targeting events that have your potential clients and customers but you are targeting the events that you have where people know the people that you need to know it's all about expansion of your area it also is about quantity is not necessarily quality I have uh, long been an advocate for going to events where there's a maximum of about 15 to 20. I'm not necessarily keen on going to what I call cattle call events where you might have 30 plus people, a guest speaker, and you're thrust into a big room and you don't necessarily get to meet a lot of people. I'm all about building relationships, um, not just how many business cards you can collect. So what do you need to do? Before you go out to your event, be prepared. Have a one to three minute spiel on you and your business. Now, I actually recommend having a couple of spiels because, or elevator pitches is another uh, word for them. You can go to events and some people will give you just one minute uh, for you to present your business and other events might give you two minutes or three minutes. So you really want to have um, three versions, a one minute, a two minute and a three minute. If you go over four to five minutes, if those events allow, then you're probably going to get notified that you've got that option. And everybody, including myself, uh, has, uh, you know, where we, we love to talk about our business. So one, two or three minutes sometimes isn't enough. When you're preparing your spiel, you want to make sure that you share your passion, why you do what you do, why you got involved in the business that you're in, why you said yes, why you have created the business that you love. You also want to be at the event interested, not interesting. 
So once you've shared your one to three minute um, spiel or elevator pitch, then you want to be asking people questions, getting involved with the community. Um, if you've got like think tank, you don't want it to be all about you and all about your business. You want to ask questions. You want to definitely put forward information, but you definitely don't want to make it all about you. If there's an opportunity, because some events you can offer a door prize, it's great opportunity to have exposure for your services and also your business. It is um, sometimes tempting to go around and find a whole lot of different events and just go everywhere. And that is good initially to find uh, the event that suits you and your personality, your budget and also your time. But you also want to make sure that you have continuity because continuity builds relationships. I talk about in a lot of my programs, the seagull. So have you ever been down the beach and uh, you open up your fish and chips with your family and then all of a sudden all these seagulls descend on you and they make so much noise. They're so noisy and then they... All they want to do is see what they can get. What can I get? What can I get? And as soon as you close up your wrappers and there's nothing left of your fish and chips, they disappear. They disappear and they go down to the next picnic where the next family have opened up their fish and chips and they do the same thing. They make a whole lot of noise. They take what they can get and they leave a lot of bird poop all around. And then they go, don't be a networking seagull. Don't be the person that makes a whole lot of noise, leaves and just moves on because it won't build relationships. You actually start to get a bad name and it's not providing your business continuity. The places that you can look to find out about events are, of course, going to your local chamber of commerce look at meetup.com that's a great opportunity there's things like uh, look for lifestyle networking um, that you can get involved with so you might have um, where you love to take photos go and join a photography group that's another great way to network or you might join a riding club or a walking group that's another way of lifestyle networking google your local area there's also things like um, I've I've put down here BNI because BNI is one of the largest networking companies in the world. They have a proven formula which is just fantastic and it's based on givers gain. They have a very very um, structured manner for their networking. That might be something that suits you and your business. You can then also go to other types of networking events that have, you know, guest speakers and lunches and all that. Or you can go to something that is like support networking, which is what Connect Her would fall into. And Connect Her is um, about, yes, you get your spiel, but you also get a support program in there with education and masterminding and all that sort of thing. So they're always fantastic types of meetings, particularly for a startup business or somebody that's a solopreneur and they they have almost like a that next level of support for their business 
If you'd like to find out more, connecther.com.au and that is going to take you through to all the information that you will need to have a look at an event for you. We are currently only in Australia. We are not in any other country at the moment. However, uh, that doesn't mean to say that that's not going to happen in the future. I am actually going to be breaking this presentation up into two areas because we are already getting well into um, overtime today with this event with this uh, episode so I thought what I'll do is I'm breaking it up into two because there's so much information it's really really valuable and so far we've looked at exposure and the next part is is going to be uh, our next episode will be all on follow-up. So I hope you can join us for our next episode of part two of this two-part episode of the Connect Her podcast. Until next time, stay connected. Hey, not so fast. We love to stay connected and we hope that you will. It's really easy. We've got our website, connecther.com.au. If you like Facebook, then we've got some great opportunities for you. We've got our Connect Her page as well as our Connect Her Collective. This is a great online networking tool. We also have our Connect Her Marketplace where you can promote your business every single day of the week, any day of the week, and once a day. If you prefer Instagram, then head over to Instagram and check out ConnectHerAU. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, just simply check out Lee Cummins. So don't forget to stay connected.